0: Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Planet Mindfulness Podcast. I am Nicole, your host and your mindfulness coach. Thank you so much for being here, for listening to my podcast, for engaging with Planet Mindfulness. I just want to say I appreciate you all and thank you for all the positive love and energy that you give me. So, today, we are going to be talking about manifestation. Now, this topic, I could talk about this forever, so I don't know, this may be a part one. We'll see. Definitely let me know how you feel at the end of this episode. But today's quote we're going to start with is, as you think things that feel good to you, you will be in harmony with who you truly are. As you think things that feel good to you, You will be in harmony with who you truly are. Now, as I say, every podcast, we are divine beings having a human experience. And I say that so often because I want you to truly know that. I want you to see yourself as that. Understand who we are as humans, but also reap the God-given benefits of being divine spiritual beings in our human three-dimensional world. Now, from the moment you were born, you were taught to focus mainly on the human part of who you were without acknowledging the God, the divine, the universe that is a part of you. (sighs) Let me be clear. This is not your parents' fault. They did the best they could with what they knew. This is something that falls on society because society has influenced what our parents have been taught and our parents' parents and their parents' parents. So let's start by looking at this from a societal perspective. Once a society acknowledges a certain belief as true, it's very challenging to escape that. So for example, we humans have been on this planet for thousands of years, but race was not invented until a few centuries ago. Until then, there was only one race, the human race. A society of people decided that categorizing people into different races was necessary. So now we live in a world where race is made to be such a big deal. Our ancestors belonged to these societies and they had no choice in participating in in its ideas, but inevitably these ideas and these beliefs were passed down to us. And of course, everyone interprets the world differently. So with each individual comes an infinite amount of ways they can view something. My point is, whether we're aware of it or not, we've all been influenced by society in some way, shape, or form, and that's okay. It's a part of being human. You know, even though I logically know there is only one race, I still choose to identify as a proud Black woman. Once an idea is part of society, it becomes a part of us. But when we know better, we can do better. What's important is to become aware of what, Ideas exist within society, and being able to discern is this something I believe? Is this something I want and feel to be true? Or is this something that I've been conditioned to believe? It's very important to develop that discernment because without it, you'll be misled. You won't be calibrated to what makes you happy and what makes you feel good. You'll be grounded and calibrated to something that someone else decided for you. But you are a divine being. So in any given moment, you have the power to turn everything around for yourself. So we were all born perfect. We just belong to a society that influences how we see ourselves. Within a society come certain rules, beliefs, and expectations that members of this society must follow. Our society influences what language we speak, and language is how we interpret the world. I call this a podcast because I speak English, and in America, we call whatever I'm doing right now a podcast. Like, your society, your culture literally gives meaning to your words and I'm saying all this because I truly want you to understand the impact of society and forces outside of you because I don't ever want people to feel like there's something wrong with me or I'm this I'm that you know labeling yourself as wrong or bad you are perfect you were born perfect but as I mentioned earlier you belong to a society that has made you question that perfection. And while you may not have had a choice in that influence, you know, taking place in your life, you as a powerful divine being have the power to switch things around for yourself and make a, and have more choice in your perspective, taking back your power. So our ancestors have acknowledged our divinity and have created practices to strengthen our connection to it, like mindfulness. Mindfulness has been practiced for thousands of years, but most societies don't value this way of thinking, so therefore we're not educated on it. Mindfulness has been practiced for so long, yet it didn't come to the western part of the world till the mid-90s. These tools have always been available to us, but we just haven't been made aware of them. Many things, and you know what? I love this because it kind of gets to what manifestation is. Now, I'm going to really get into it, but I just want to start by saying this. Manifestation isn't creating something that doesn't exist. It's about changing your mindset so that you are open to see what already exists. So, there's a there're infinite realities. Not saying there's an infinite number of yous walking around doing something all the time, but there are infinite conceiv- conceivable realities. There is a version of you that has everything you want, all the money, the perfect job, completely fulfilled, happy, living their best life, that you exist. In the now, the only thing is that you, based off society and your upbringing or whatever beliefs you may hold you aren't looking at that version of society it's there but your perspective your your attention isn't focused on it we our brains are only capable of focusing on one reality at a time i'm not i'm focused on the reality i'm living i'm not thinking of all these infinite potential ones i'm just kind of where i am now in the present moment So what's great about mindfulness and becoming aware of these infinite realities is that we open ourselves to all the choices we have at any given moment. And I'm definitely getting off on this, but that's cool. That's what editing's for. (sighs) Essentially, what I was trying to say is mindfulness has existed for thousands of years, but it doesn't impact someone's life until they became aware of it. So myself personally, I just learned about mindfulness within the last eight years, even though it's been around for thousands of years, but it didn't become real. It didn't exist because it didn't enter into my field of perception until eight years ago. And once it did, it has changed my life in so many ways. Now, manifestation isn't creating something out of thin air manifestation is becoming aware of something that already exists there is a version of you that has everything that they could ever want completely fulfilled the only thing that keeps you from that version of you is your perception Our perception influences which version of reality we are focusing on. It doesn't mean that the other versions don't exist. It's just all about where our attention is at any given moment. In my last podcast, I used the metaphor of an iceberg. The tip of the iceberg is our human self and below the surface is our divine self. The iceberg is all one entity. We are one with our divinity and our human self and the universe. Imagine you take a glass and you dip it in the ocean. The ocean represents the universe or God. You are the glass in the ocean water that fills that glass. In our society, we've been conditioned to only focus on the glass without acknowledging the water that fills it. Our divinity, our divine self is pure consciousness. It's that voice in your head that can talk without using your mouth. Listen without using your ears and see without using your eyes. Consciousness is simply awareness of our internal and external existence. Consciousness never dies. So manifestation is quantum physics. As divine beings having a human experience, we exist in a quantum field of energy. Us and everything around us is essentially made up of atoms and molecules constantly in a state of vibration. Now, things that vibrate at similar frequencies attract things that vibrate at similar frequencies. This is called resonance. So we attract things that vibrate at a similar frequency to us. So for example, let's say that you're in a negative state of mind. You are more likely to attract more things that cause that negative emotion. So say, for example, you complain on a regular basis that your boss is an a-hole and you don't like working with them. So the universe will respond by giving you more reasons to complain about that boss because that's is what is, that's what resonates with the energy you're putting out there. So when you complained, you essentially emitted a vibration and now the universe is sending you things that match it. So even though consciously you may know that you don't like something, that's why you're complaining about it, the universe doesn't operate on those terms. The universe doesn't discern between good and bad. You, the human you, the conscious you, the divine you, you set the tone. So whichever energy you emit is is the energy you will attract. So let's say you're in a positive state. You attract more things that cause positive emotions. So let's use our same example from the last one. Let's say you're expressing gratitude about your boss. They're so kind, they're so understanding, they're so helpful. So the universe will give you more reasons to feel gratitude for your boss. When you expressed that gratitude, you emitted a very high vibrating frequency. So the universe naturally had to match it and send you things that resonated with that frequency. So that is simply all that manifestation is. It's about being deliberate in your energy, in the frequency, in the vibes you put out there so that you are in a place to attract things that align with who you truly are. Because who you truly are is someone who wants fun, happiness, to feel good, to feel like their purpose has been fulfilled, to be inspired. You weren't put on this universe to feel upset or threatened or unappreciated or unloved you are perfect so we don't we have a choice in what we give our energy to now that doesn't mean that things aren't going to happen that trigger emotional responses in us the emotional responses that exist in us like if something makes us angry or scared or uh, anxious that is a survival response That is something that has been a part of the human race for thousands of years so that when we were living outside, we had to focus on what could go wrong. We had to watch our back. We had to kind of have a sort of negativity bias and to be able to plan and look out for potential threats because our lives literally depended on it. Mindfulness allows us to observe emotions and responses and triggers that arise within us with a more non-judgmental objectivity so let's say for example something happens that make you that makes you angry the automatic thing to do is to give in to the anger that's your survival response that's your you know your automatic response we all have them there's nothing wrong with us for them it's literally just us being human but the thing is is sometimes when we respond automatically without thinking we say and do things that aren't aligned with what we truly want. Um, So what's great about mindfulness is it makes our responses less reactive because we have time to pause and observe what's going on. This situation made me feel angry and I'm noticing this feeling. I'm noticing my heart rate is increasing. I'm noticing I'm sweating. Where is this coming from? Why did this make me angry? What would make me feel better right now so that... I don't over identify with this anger and I can work through this anger. So when I, I w- want to stress that, you know, not giving energy to things you don't like doesn't mean you just ignore all your problems and you have a bad thought and you ignore it and push it to the side. Not at all. Every feeling you feel is valid. It needs to be heard and you have to let it be so you can let it go. See what your feelings have to communicate to you and don't judge yourself for having them. Just observe it. Even though your brain automatically in the moment may tell you to worry about something and it may nag you to think about it all the time and it'll keep bringing it up, your brain just wants to protect you. You know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with us. It's just our mind doing what minds do. But like I said, we are divine. So we always have a choice and the ability to cultivate mindfulness and decide how we'd like to respond to first situations now our conscious mind only goes on past informations when our only reference point is the past we're limited in our perspective so for example do you remember before smartphones when cars had those gpss that you could buy at the store and you install it in your car And then what would happen is as time would pass as, you know, highway numbers would change or new businesses are built, those old GPS systems didn't update. So sometimes they'd give you the wrong directions or sometimes you'd look up a place and it wouldn't come up in the GPS. That is how the conscious mind works. It only knows what it knows up until that moment, and it only will give you advice and solutions from that. Now, what makes us so powerful is our consciousness, the ability to become mindful of you know, what energy we're putting into the quantum field at any given moment. There are infinite possibilities, infinite realities, and you get to choose which one you'll be in. So, right now, you're wherever you are, you're listening to this podcast. And in this moment, if you really wanted to, you could immediately cut this off and you will go on with your day from there, thus entering a different reality from the present one where you continue to listen to this podcast because it's amazing. And then now you decide where that powerful divine energy is going. Manifesting is simply being in alignment with what you want. And once you are, you're open to more possibilities. You're open to seeing what's already there. If you want to attract good things that make you feel good, you need to feel good now. So you are in alignment to receive those good things. If I want to be a millionaire, I can't complain about how broke I am because when I'm complaining, I'm putting out the vibration of I don't have money and it sucks. I need to feel like I'm Rihanna rich today. I'm going to express gratitude for it. I'm going to get excited for all of the amazing things I will do with my billions. We, I'm going to get specific with the universe because I know I'm going to get what I want. We think we can only get happy when an external event gives us the permission to feel joy. No, you get to be happy now because your happiness isn't determined by a person, place, or thing. It's because of you. You set the vibes. So now, once you're in a vibration of being happy and feeling good, external events Will be, you will attract things that make you feel that way, and external events will match that energy and be drawn to you like a moth to a flame because energy is everything. You felt it, you know what I'm talking about. You ever met someone and you immediately click something about them, it's like you knew them before, that's energy. You ever meet someone and it's the opposite, you get a bad vibe, something about them just doesn't sit right with you, that's energy. Your thoughts are energy. Your emotions are energy. And when we're able to be mindful and observe what's going on internally in the present moment, we're able to choose, how do I want to proceed? Be intentional about what your next move is. If you're letting automatic responses control you, you're not grounded. You're letting external events dictate where you go, blowing you around in the air like a balloon. When you're grounded, you know what you want. You know what you're going. So no matter what anyone says to you, no matter what happens to you, you know what is coming your way so you can handle it because you know everything is going to be okay. Everything is always working out just right for me. Manifestation is simply attracting things that are in alignment with our vibration. If you want to manifest something deliberately, a new job, a house, millions of dollars, a spouse, your only job is to feel the good feelings that would come as a result of your manifestation. I'm going to say this again. Your only job is to feel the good feelings. Your mind is going to try and convince you that it's not rational to feel good until you see results, but feel good anyway. And I know sometimes it can feel hard when our circumstances are not how we want them to be. You know, how can I feel good when I have a negative account balance or no job or no partner? We can be aware of what is going on in our present circumstances without giving negative energy to them. We think that we can think our way out of our problems, but that actually keeps us stuck in our problems and it keeps us stressed. Now, manifestation is like when you imagine you book a vacation, you decide on April 27th of this year, I'm going to Mexico. You book your trip. So between now and then, it doesn't really matter what happens. You know, I'm going to Mexico. You may get to the airport and someone annoys you in line. Are you going to let that person ruin your day and you're going to cancel the trip? Oh, I guess I can't have my trip now because bill and bag checking pissed me off. No, I'm going to Mexico. Bill, you can have an attitude with me. They can lose my luggage. They could delay my flights. Dunkin' Donuts could close early. Any number of life hurdles can be thrown my way. But I know that I am getting on that plane and I'm going to Mexico. And before I know it, I will be on a sandy beach and have a pina colada in my hand. That certainty that you have when... Your blessing, your vacation is booked and you know you're going. Nothing can keep you from there. And everything that happens between now and then, it doesn't make you doubt that what you got is yours. Now, what's tough in manifestation is when we think of things as big or things that are hard for us specifically to get, we kind of get in our own way. And that's what people like me are for, mindfulness coaches. So my job is essentially to identify areas of struggle in people's lives where they feel that they are limited in what they can achieve because the truth is our only limitations are our own perceptions so let's say for example that someone wants to manifest being a millionaire but they feel like i i'm not smart enough to get a job that can make that much money and that's what they believe so that's what they're manifesting. My job would be, well, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like getting a good job is the only way that you're going to be a millionaire? Why do you feel like you're not smart enough to be a millionaire? Asking the questions to find out what's really going on. What's at the root of this belief? Do you feel that this belief is serving you? Is it true? Is it something that you know for certain? And if it's not something that's serving you, well, how can we reframe it? And how can we deal with it if it comes up again? So when you notice resistance within yourself, acknowledge those feelings and reframe them to align with what you want. Don't ignore it. Don't feel like you need to run away from it or be ashamed of it. Accept it. Listen to it so that you can, without judgments, you can see what it has to tell you. You have to let it be so you can let it go. We must practice talking to ourselves like a loving parent would talk to their child. If you're experiencing something that's troubling, he- heal yourself. Make yourself feel good. Don't try and think your way out of the problem. Like Take that time to have that self-care and that self-compassion. If your child came to you and was terrified about something, you wouldn't say, yeah, kid, you should be scared. That thing's going to kill you. No! You would try and make them feel comforted and safe, and you would assure them that everything is going to be okay This is how we must talk to ourselves. And for some of us, that can be challenging, especially if we didn't have that loving parent in our own lives to be an example for us. Regardless, you have an inner resource within you. All you need to do is tap in and practice self-forgiveness, compassion, and self-love. There are many exercises out there and practices that you can do every day to strengthen this connection with yourself because we are the only ones that we will have from the beginning of our lives until the end of our lives. So it's very important that we have a kind, loving, supportive, wonderful relationship. Being your own best friend, having faith in the universe because the universe is your partner, you work alongside it to create a life that feels good and fulfills you, being able to accept yourself as you are so you have the capacity to work through whatever is not serving you. Sometimes we avoid parts of ourselves that we're ashamed of or too afraid to acknowledge, but that part of us will continue to manifest in our life until we have worked through it. It's okay to need help and support, and it's important to be patient with yourself on this journey. When I first learned about manifestation, I thought I was about to come up and just manifest a bunch of stuff boom boom boom. It's not like that at all. It's not a mall where you just go and buy what you want. The truth is is that manifestation's all about being brave enough to be honest with yourself so you can finally step out of your own way. You have to see how you've been getting in your own way so you can step out of your own way and move forward and put out an energy that is in alignment with your higher self, your true self, so you naturally attract things that vibe with that. Your conscious mind decides it wants something and using only the information it's collected up until that moment, it suggests how you can attain what you want. In our society, we've been conditioned to believe that you can only get what you want with hard work, dedication, and relentless determination. Well, I'm here to tell you to work smarter, not harder. I know that idea of the idea of getting anything you want without working hard seems crazy for lack of a better word, but it's true when you know what you want and you make your desires clear to the universe by getting into alignment with them, the universe is timing. And methods will always be better than your own because the universe knows how to work things out in ways that we could never imagine. Sometimes we set a goal for ourselves and if we rely on only the conscious mind to let it happen... We'll just think of some action plan. I got to do this, 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 so I can get to this place. We think I got to have it all figured out and I need to execute this plan. But then what happens is something doesn't go according to our plan and we allow that to make us feel discouraged or make us feel like, oh, well, I guess I can't do my thing. We make ourselves do something we don't want to do because our mind has somehow convinced us that it's necessary for our success. Meanwhile, the universe has weight. The universe only wants you to do things that feel good. We're great planners as humans. We often go out and hustle and get what we want. But trusting the universe and God to work things out for you will result in better results that feel better. Especially if it's something you've never experienced before. When we have a goal and we set a plan, that's kind of like we're telling the universe, I want this and this is how I want to get it that's not how you get it you basically say i want this and i trust you to give it to me in the best way possible when we have a goal and only work on it consciously we're more likely to get stressed or disappointed if something goes against our plan we become limited in our perspective and think the only opportunities are the ones we can consciously think of the best plan is to set your intentions feel good and wait for the universe to call you into action this is called following our highest excitement now let me be clear manifestation isn't saying i want this doing nothing and then it falls out of the sky manifestation is knowing that you already have what you want because you're in alignment with it no matter what happens in the 3d realm and you feel good and you do what excites you and makes you feel happy in each moment this is inspired action You have a goal and you want to make it happen. And the universe will bring you to that goal by inspiring you in the present moment to do a certain thing. It's like when you get those creative ideas that just take over and make you feel so excited and you're just like, oh my God, I'm so excited about this. I'm going to do this. And your mind is just like, yes, you're just in harmony with what you want. Those are the moments you want to go for. Not the plans and the check marks that you need to hit in order to hit what you think you're going to get. Do what makes you feel excited and happy and fulfilled. And I strongly encourage meditation or breath work. You have to practice quieting the mind and cultivating inner present awareness. 90% of our behavior is on autopilot. Over 90% of our behavior runs on autopilot, which is, you guessed it, that old GPS system running things based on only past information. It isn't until we're present and tuned in that we see that, you know what's really going on our higher self our divine self knows what we truly want when we are in alignment with what we truly want good fun positive things will inevitably attract negative emotions for example let's say you're working at a job that you don't care about you're more likely to experience negative emotions when you go to this job because it isn't in alignment with what you truly want your higher self is like i don't want to be a doctor, I want to be a photographer. And then when these negative emotions come from not being in alignment, we're more likely to complain and attract more of the same, which keeps us in an endless loop of misery. And as I mentioned earlier, we've all been conditioned to focus solely on the human part of us. Our mind is composed of our intellectual conscious mind and our intuition." Our conscious mind isn't just one voice. It's several different mental processes that have their own function and agenda. They take turns being our I and express their beliefs, fears, and thoughts to us with the sole purpose of protecting us. This aspect of our being has kept us alive for thousands of years. However, our conscious mind, as I've said, only uses past information to influence our decisions. Our intuition isn't fickle and all over the place like the conscious mind. It is eternal. It knows no limitations. It is perfect. It is fulfilled. This is who we actually are. This human experience is all about getting closer to that higher self, that fulfillment and that enlightenment, that nirvana. We are meant to do what makes us happy and that's it. Not do 10 things we hate in order to wake work our way up to that 11th thing we're striving for. That's the way we've been conditioned and it's backwards. And it keeps us stuck in an endless loop of confusion and dissatisfaction. You were not manifested into this human body to be sad and dissatisfied in doing something that doesn't feel right. You were created to have fun enjoy life and find a passion that makes you happy and in turn makes the world a better place find what that is for you and get excited work through any thoughts or feelings that get in the way of your dream your vision thank you guys so much for listening to today's session let me know what you think let me know if you have any questions for part two and remember that you are divine you create your reality Get into alignment with what you want because everything you want is yours and it's waiting for you. Thank you.